Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What if it was possible to get local, fresh groceries sent right to your door? You could read so much celebrity gossip with all that free time. Instacart connects you with a personal shopper in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. In times like this, leaving your house less is a win. You can shop multiple stores, get great deals, and receive orders in as little as one hour. Your shopper picks the freshest produce, and they keep your eggs safe as well. And for listening to our show, you can get free delivery on your first order over $35 by following the link in our show description. And you help support the show. So win-win. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. It's your girl Shanice. <laughs> we're kind of nervous because we have special guests, and so we're like, eh, like we do well. Um, you know, we had our mom on, but you know that's different. But this time we have two of our friends on, so stay tuned. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny, pay attention. We're recording the podcast. Oh my gosh, I am. Um, basically, we have some friends who kind of have like a similar family dynamic as us. Um, so we have Auburn here. Me and her are the same age, and we basically grew up together. And yeah, so she also has an older sister. So. Yep, and her older sister's name is Jessica, and she's one of my best friends. We were went to high school together, and we were roommates in college. And so it's just you know, it's cool that we have sisters that are friends and we're friends and they have a similar dynamic as far as being teen years apart so we were like hey come on to the show so um say hi guys hi (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> for the people who are listening, we're doing this virtually, so we have them on FaceTime, and they're like smiling all hard, <laughs> and they're looking <laughs> nervous. Don't be nervous, guys. <laughs> in our own spaces, so it's just like, hey, I feel so in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, when things get back to normal, and like you know we get more listeners and start making money off the podcast, I can get like a full, like more mics and people can be in studio and it'll be a little bit more intimate, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is what we've got to work with for right now. (laughs) Anyways. So yeah, we got you guys together because we just wanted to talk like it's, you know, we don't really have like a structure or like a theme this episode. We just kind of want to like get you guys experiences because, you know, we talked about our lives and, you know, it's cool to see other people's perspectives of like what it's like and their family and stuff. So like, I don't know, starting with you, Jessica, like when you found out your mom was having another sibling 10 years later, (laughs) how did you feel? What was going through your mind? Do you remember the day she told you? (laughs) Man, that was so long ago. Okay. So honestly, I was excited to find out that it was a girl because at the time it was just me and my younger brother. And then, you know, I'm a, we're a part of a, blended family so so there I just have a lot of brothers and Mm -hmm. technically Auburn is my only blood sister so when I found out my mom was pregnant it was a huge deal for me and then it was almost like I ended up taking on this very maternal no Auburn's gonna wear this and her name (laughs) is gonna be this and it was like uh, Alex, I love Alex, but he and I were too close in age to be nice to each other. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yes. So it was just, it was, it was great to have a sister. Like it was just so yeah. different. It's like a yeah. little doll. Yeah, I get that. I'm exactly what you mean. Like my brother and I are close in age. Like I think that's the other thing. Her oh, younger yeah. brother is the same as my younger brother. So it's literally uh, <laughs> at least with the the family that you lived with with your mom you're you guys have like the same like age age as you know mine and so um yeah the same like me and my brother were too close in age to like each other and so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when we found out we were having a girl another baby and it was gonna be a girl my brother of course was like upset like he cried <laughs> was Alex upset when he found out he was having to get another sister you know what? I didn't even care because Alex had <laughs> the best. You know what I mean? Like, he, he if he was ex- upset, I didn't notice because I had spent so much time playing with him and his friends outside. So, like, mm-hmm. he he wasn't lacking anything. And then mm-hmm. our older brother, Jamaz, would come visit us every summer. And it would be me and it would be them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. against the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And what about you, Arbor? Like, how, what do you remember about having an older sister that was so much older than you at such like a young age? Do you remember or what, what, what was your experience like? <laughs> so like, I know a lot of people remember things from like when they were super young, but a lot of my memories just date back to elementary school. And mm. I simply just remember like always wanting to be around her in her room with her friends. Like, I don't know. Now it's like I do appreciate a bed, but it, whenever Jessica would be like, I'll make you a pallet on the floor, I'm like, okay, I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. 
Yeah. She was so Yeah, that was a nut. Janine was just so much like a mom to me that like I didn't really I didn't I didn't really enjoy hanging out with her. Being with the mom. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But Jess has that like maternal instinct over Auburn too. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. very bossy. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I was bossing her around though. Auburn would be like mm-hmm. at my door when I would have my friends over, just at the door waiting for me to let her. <laughs> I remember like um, sliding like pictures and stuff under the door, and your friends would be laughing at them, be like, "Oh my god, just let her in! Oh, no. Just <laughs> let her in!" <laughs> One time, I slid um Shanice a death note. What, yo? You don't remember? I remember. What? We were taking care of me and. Your friends were over, and I wanted to hang out with you, and you told me no, and so I told you that I was going to kill you. (laughs) See, I guess this is the difference between households. Like, you guys grew up in Full House, where you guys, like, the three sisters, or two sisters loving each other. My sister was starting to kill me because I wasn't spending time with her. Well, why not? Like, why didn't you let her in? Auburn, Auburn would, so, like, I would let Auburn in. She would chill yeah, with us. She'd do whatever. And she would, like, go get things for us. So, like, if we wanted to bring food in the room, you know, so she was an asset. <laughs> I don't know. Because, honestly, I don't remember there's a lot of things that destiny my mom tell me that i do not remember and i'm like what that did not happen they're like yes it did so i don't i couldn't tell you why it's probably just like we were probably thinking we were too grown up to be hanging out with yeah a little kid and we're like no go away you know so probably i don't know i can't i can't tell you why but that's how i felt about my god brother though he was he used to like go and get you stuff if you asked all the time, but de- maybe that's why Destiny was not. You could not get Destiny Very to helpful. do stuff for you. Yes, because <laughs> the Death Note is like intense. Like I kind of want to see if this Death Note had like magazine letters on it. Oh. I didn't. I don't think it was words. I think it was just like a like a tombstone. <laughs> I would say, like, what did you write as like a five year old? <laughs> I was nice to you. I took care of you. Yeah, you <laughs> Ooh, it don't sound like it. <laughs> I did. But that's one of the things that, you know, we, me, and you talk about all the time is that because our sisters are so much younger than us, and then like we really wanted sisters when we were young, we took on that like, you know, kind of second mom role. And like the older they got, like you kind of struggled with the battle of being too motherly or being the cool sister that they would come and talk to you about. And I remember like there would be times where Destiny would get in trouble or she would tell me something and a part of me would, you know, want to be like, oh, like, you know, no, and, you know, mother her. But then at the other part of me was like, no, I'm her sister. I got to be cool. I got to be down. Like she, I would need her to come talk to me. Like yeah, I'm, you, I got the lingo. What do you, what you need to know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, like you, you struggle with that because you don't, yeah, you don't want to be her mom. You want to be her sister. Like that was the whole point, but mm-hmm. 
it's hard yeah, to but we had already been through it all like everything we had just been through it too so mm-hmm. it was just like oh please just listen to me but then again you're gonna do it anyway because i already did it you know what I mean? <laughs> you kind of want to see what it's like and i know <laughs> yeah that's why I, I be like trying to give her advice. I'm like, look, I know like you want to do this and that, but I'm telling you just from experience, I don't even have to go into detail about the experience. Just believe me. But, you know, mm-hmm. they <laughs> they do what they want to do, especially this one over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, she do it too. Auburn is blonde, yo. I ain't never dyed my hair. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, man, she's got <laughs> tattoos. I feel like I haven't lived. Save. I mean, the, she's got braids right now, but you can see kind of. She has red hair and she has exactly. tattoos. I don't have done neither one of those things in my life. Exactly. Shanice, we might as well check ourselves into the nursing home because we didn't do this right. <laughs> Clearly. She got her, what is, is that the spec? What is it called? Septum. Septum, septum, septum piercing, nose piercing. Like, who is this I girl? I don't know. Pierced. I'm planning on getting my other side done because I like it even. So I want my, the other side of my nose done. Yeah, she. I talked her out of getting her other side done because I was like, you're because she wanted that in the spectrum, whatever Sexual. septum, mm-hmm. and yeah, she wanted two in the septum. And I was like, girl, I just, I mean, I, it's a cool look for if you're that type of person, but I just don't see you as like a person with three piercings in your nose. But <laughs> yeah. you know what? It's like we. We can't see them that way. They are they, they are them. So like, mm. I want to talk Auburn out of right now. I want to talk her out of getting that other nostril pierced. Can you please not do that? But the next time I, I see know. her, exactly. it might happen. <laughs> Me and Destiny might go together. Right. <laughs> see, the struggle is real when you're an older sister that's ten years older than your younger sister. <laughs> <laughs> I try to talk Jessica into going and doing stuff, but she's like, oh, you know, I think about it and then we'll come back to it. You know, for my birthday, <laughs> night, or maybe for Christmas. I don't know when we're going to do it. We're going to do it, though. Oh. Send me pictures and I'm, I'll think about it. I've sent her so many references for our sister tattoos. And she's like, oh, yeah, I like that one. Oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> But Auburn, I, <laughs> I told you I wanted to do it for my birthday, and you were like, and then you had already gotten another one. I was like, I thought we were doing your next one together. <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't want to do it alone. And I'm we like, don't have to. We can still go together. Yeah, but I mean, there's no it. waiting period between tattoos. <laughs> it's not like you're drawing blood. <laughs> <laughs> It feels like a big deal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had that talk with family, I, more with Isaiah than Destiny, but we all, I've talked to them about like us getting sibling tattoos. And I'm just like, and I'm like, yeah, like, because at one point I was like, let's get our mom's name in like a voice note, like, you know, like the mm-hmm. sound wave or whatever. Let's get our, her name in a sound note. And I sent it to them, they liked it. And then I've never followed up with it again. <laughs> I know my mom wanted me, Jessica, and her to all get little ladybugs on our ankles. And I was down for it. 
But they, neither of them, I'm like, so where are we going to do it? And then she's like, I don't have time. This is my mom. And Jessica's like, you know, we haven't gotten our sister tattoos yet. <laughs> look, look, we getting them damn tattoos. Look, look, look. We, I, I don't know. Young, Jessica. Huh? You got to show me you're still young. I got to do, right, because this is the last year, Shanice. This is the last year. <laughs> We gotta buy them. This is your twenties. You gonna buy them crystal canes? If y'all don't know, by the time this goes out, it will have been. It will be Jessica's birthday. She her, her mm-hmm. birthday is on the fourteenth, so she'll be twenty nine. Ooh, so I think I should. I will. We'll do it this year. We'll do it this year. Hopefully, by the next time they invite us, which is not hopefully not very soon. <laughs> Because that means I only got three days to decide. <laughs> because our tattoos were going to be the sun and the moon. Because mm-hmm. we grew up with, um, like, that in our, everywhere in our house. Like, it's mm-hmm. just significant. Mm-hmm. And, and it I, also I was, applies to our personalities, too. Like, yes. she's a lot, like, very jovial, very upbeat. And I'm just like, uh, please close my curtains. I'm not <laughs> I don't want to go out today. I mean, yeah, that's cute though. Well, yeah, yeah, damn it. Now I gotta do it. <laughs> Whatever. I it will happen when it you happens. Have the most basic two ear piercings <laughs> in your ear. And I was scared when I went and got them. I got them done at Claire's. You were not. <laughs> oh, Shanice, I was just thinking about getting that other one too. I was like, maybe I get another earring piercing. We can go together because I need mine re pierced. Because Wait, wait, I do have my belly button pierced. Okay, your belly button pierced. I haven't worn a belly button ring in like seven years, but it's pierced. The hole is there. Yeah. I went to a tattoo shop and everything. <laughs> Freshman year of college. Shanice, we need to let it go. We're lame. I know. It's what it is now. I'm it is what it is. We can put that but, on um, my to-do list. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But uh, yeah, so I guess you can transfer or, or like, so what, how's you guys' relationship now? Like, you know, you were talking, kind of talked about it, but like, you know, younger, you did, you know, you were probably more motherly, but like now, like she's in college now, you're turning close to 30. But <laughs> what's the relationship like now? <laughs> I would say that we're like, I mean, we've always been super close. It's just topics have changed, like topics of conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I can, I feel like, uh, especially over quarantine, when I went to go stay with her over quarantine, like all, what, six months or so. And we really got a lot closer and talking about like, you know, boy stuff and life in general and um, I don't know, growing, I remember like having this one conversation and putting together your new TV and you were like um, telling me about how like some of the guys in your life you like uh, wish like you never like talked to and stuff like that. And I would, I was telling you how I would get weird feelings from them, but I just didn't feel like I had a place to tell you. And it was like, you're my sister. This is, this is you. You're like, you're my sister. You always had the place to tell me. Like, if you ever feel mm. 
some type of way about somebody that I'm with, you have the right to tell me because mm-hmm. uh, I value your opinion and um, I feel like you're a really good judge of character. And like, I don't know. I felt like crying, but I'm no punk. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I actually agree with you. That moment was pretty significant because I think that's at the point where I had, I told you, like, if you don't tell me, they could potentially like be your brother. You know what I mean? Like talking about those things are so important. I remember when um, one of her friends came, I learned so much about Auburn in that time. Like Mm -hmm. she, we, we talked about guys, we talked about sex, we talked about drugs. I introduced her to some safe drugs, you know, Mm -hmm. because I just wanted to do it in a safe environment first. But then we also started talking about like, what's going to happen when you really start going to the gynecologist and this is what a pap smear feels like. It's not comfortable, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And, and it was, it was putting a lot of things in perspective, even when I go back and she was so young, she couldn't Mm -hmm. like recognize really hard portions of my life in high school. And she Mm -hmm. didn't know what was going on. And I had to tell her, Hey, yo, this is actually what was going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it felt like we were growing up in those first six months. As opposed to the beginning. Like, we were having our whole lives. Like, it kind of felt to me like we were doing life all over again, in a way. Like, I was actually able, like, to, like, visualize myself, like, living, Mm -hmm. like, I I don't know. I always say consciously, because I feel like when you're really young, you're not really conscious of your surroundings and stuff, because everybody's, like, like, uh, shadowing you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. It felt like I was really able to under finally understand what all my siblings went through when they were growing up. And uh, I wasn't just that kid, like running around, falling, falling and doing all, all this kind of stuff. Just baby. Basically, I felt mm-hmm. like actual like a, adult and I was able to understand, you know, uh, life gets serious. Even though it's scary, you know. Like I was able to find figure out that like you have family and your mm-hmm. sister, you have them here to help you through right. the scary stuff that happens in life. And I was really like appreciative yeah. of that time. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing about it. I think too, when it comes to our, you know, dynamics yeah. for being so much older, mm-hmm. is that like, yeah, you know, you get to talk to them in a way that like you get to give them the experience that like your mom couldn't like, you know, cause if you hear something from your mom or, you know, she tells you something, you're like, Oh my God, mom, you were a teenager so long ago. But like when you talk to you as you know, your sister, who's who, like you said, has not, I mean, this happened to her not too long ago, you know, long enough, but not too long. And um, also knowing that you were there, you just weren't like, there like in the actual situation so you can like kind of put two and two together to realize like oh yeah this experience did actually happen and it happened Mm -hmm. when I was you know nine years old and stuff like that so like yeah I I guess she does have a point sometimes and I feel like uh, with me and Shanice we when I was younger I like I said I thought of her more as a mom and then when you went off to school um, I don't think we were really that close because mm. I had my brother. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, I would much like prefer to be my brother. Mm. And then when he went out to school and it was just me, and then he came back home. Um, I think that's when we started getting closer because you would be like the only person at home when I like got off of school and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then definitely, I think when you moved out like to your first apartment, 
I feel like we somehow, I don't know how it is, but I feel like we got closer. Mm-hmm. But I think that's when I was going through my uh, terrible boy stage. Yeah. That um, Shanice had to come in a lot. <laughs> me and my mom through it. Um, yeah. So I feel like that brought us a lot closer. And like Auburn was saying, I definitely feel like the older I got, I realized like, Stuff like how I my how I saw it in my little mm. elementary school mind was mm-hmm. not at all how it was actually like what yeah, actually yeah. was going on. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as I got older, I learned a lot more things about you that I had no idea that right. you were even going through when yeah. I was, mm-hmm. you know, in elementary school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then when like Destiny was going through something that was like similar, not exact, maybe not exact, but similar like experience that I was going through in high school. Like I would sit down and I'd talk to her and I would tell her the truth. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. this happened to me with this person. And, you know, I'm just telling you from experience, like you, I know you're going to want to do whatever you want to do, but like just coming from a person like, you know, do you remember this time when I was like this? It's because of this. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you don't want to see yourself in me at that point, you know, try to make, you know, the decision try to, to make decisions that I didn't make, you know, like, and so um, that's just something, something mm-hmm. cool. I mean, it's, it's different. I think it's different than like, I guess if you were closer in age of how you could experience things with the sibling. Yeah. I think it's definitely a blessing too, because if you think about like, if I wasn't here and the, the, the perspective would never be there. Cause I don't think she would trust or she would just take our mom's, advice but I think it saves them almost Mm. and and gives them because some it's something about them that's a lot different from us not just in age but in generation like Mm -hmm. they're a lot more emotional and 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 things just seem a lot deeper than they seem a lot more serious than than when we were growing up and without that perspective I think things could just you know take it, it just, I'm telling you, like some of the conversations that Auburn and I have had about the way her, her and her friends communicate, I'm like, oh, y'all deep. Y'all, is that how y'all solve problems? Oh, we just yeah. stop talking. <laughs> I also think it comes from like being able to talk to like your siblings is a whole lot easier than talking to your parents simply because, like, as a kid like when you're talking to your parents about something it always feels like it turns into a lecture of some sort you know and Mm -hmm. then like at that point you're like okay I don't want to listen but when you're talking Mm -hmm. to like oh when you're talking to your sister it's more of like this is like good advice because I feel like they relate more even though we're like I've started to realize that 10 years seems like a lot but it really isn't Mm -hmm. it really isn't because we still go through like the same things, like a lot of the similar things, more similar than what you would, what your parents would have gone through at your age. Yeah. So you're yeah, able to relate yeah, a me. lot more. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, sorry. I was going to say, for me, um, I feel like it was kind of different for me because I think I was like always kind of close to my mom. Like, I don't think it was ever hard for me to really, um, like I chose not to express myself a lot of times, but I know I could. But I think that's just because um, I that was all I had. Like mm. when my sister and brother were gone, like all I had was my mom. I didn't really have like a, my dad didn't live in the house with me basically, and my other only close like sibling would be my godbrother, who's a 
young boy yeah. understand anything <laughs> I'm going through. Right. So mm-hmm. for me, my mom was always like someone I could talk to, which sometimes it would be sometimes it would be easier to talk to my mom more than it would be easier to talk to Shanice. What? I don't know why, but like with my mom, hey, going, I don't care if she like doesn't like, you know, agree with me. Like uh-huh. with you, it's like, I want your approval. Oh, but no. I think that's from like mm-hmm. being my older sister. Like, oh. I always want to be like, yeah. That's a compliment. <laughs> Whatever, Destiny. She, when you see how she turned it into like an insult though. She started as a compliment. <laughs> wow. As an insult. I've never oh, like but I I that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is in a way. <laughs> yeah, in a way, I guess. But I mean, I tell her all the time though. Like even though she may maybe not as much anymore, like she said she's not as worried about my approval <laughs> as much anymore, but like I always tell her like if you ain't got nobody, you got me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, she knows that and you know we're just going to continue to grow. The older she gets, I feel like the more, the closer we are going to get because we're going to be reaching like same phases at the same time. Like, you know, at this point, each phase that we've reached, we've been at different points, but once you get to an adult, you're an adult. And so like everyone has that same relatability. So the older we get, I just think the closer we're going to get. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like at a certain Mm. point, it felt like Auburn knew exactly what I was going through, and and then you realize that adults are still kids. Like you're at that point Mm. that we're we're doing the exact same bullshit that you're doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Yup. It don't make any sense more sense than what you get to <laughs> lie to you. We just keep doing it like just like (laughs) so. Oh, well, you guys, thanks for, you know, telling your stories and then no problem. giving your like, you know, perspective of your relationship and hopefully other people can relate to that. And, you know, it's all good. We're all in our fields now, I feel like. But um, so let's <laughs> do something fun. Um, we're going to play our little game this week. Y'all ready? Yep. Okay. All righty. Welcome to America's Favorite Game Show, Millennial vs. Gen Z, the game show where millennials try to prove that they are the superior generation. Chase, what are you doing? I'm trying to sound like a game show host. Yeah, that's not working. Wow. Maybe we should just get right into it. Okay. So... Welcome back, guys. All right. So this week, I'm hosting the game. This is fun. <laughs> um, so I thought it'd be fun because it kind of inspired me from the SNL skit that happened like last week, I think, where like, because everybody's in this pandemic, like they've been going on Zulu, like daydreaming about houses that they can't, will never afford. And so like, mm-hmm. it's just like, they call it like real estate porn. And so I thought it'd be fun to give you guys a listing of a house and give you the description and you guys have to guess um, how much you think it costs. And we'll play um, Price is Right rules. So whoever is the closest without going over gets the point. Um, okay. And it's also going to be an extra layer of fun because we kind of talked about this, but <laughs> I don't know about Auburn, but Destiny doesn't know what things cost in real life. So like, <laughs> <laughs> me and Jessica both own homes. So we kind of have an idea of like 
how much houses can possibly cause. But uh, the teenagers have not really had to deal with that. Auburn says she's done a little bit of apartment shopping, so she's getting a little bit of experience. But uh, are you giving us (laughs) apartment? So if we're looking at homes, it's probably a different story. (laughs) Yeah, we're looking at homes. We're looking at massive homes. Um, So, okay, let me pull my first one up real quick. Okay, so the first one that I have pulled up is a is a mansion in Atlanta, Georgia. It has six bedrooms, eight baths. It's a eleven thousand square feet. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> okay, so like I said, it has um, six bedrooms, eight baths. Um, six of the baths are full baths. Two one two are one and a half. Um, it has a main. It has. All the appliances, dishwasher, gas cooktop, some other common areas are, um, oh, sorry. It has a private pool, a spa, um, <laughs> exterior balconies that are around the back, as a private yard, tennis courts, um, a dock for boats to put your boat on. Right. Um, it's completely fenced in. It's a single family home and it was built in 1998. Okay. But in remember, it is 11,000 square. Yeah. Um, so how much do you think this house costs? It is 11. Remember, it's 11,000 square feet, six bedroom, eight baths, pool, spa, tennis courts. Oh, they true. <laughs> I'll let y'all go first. Oh, and it's on a 4.51 acres. That's also important. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. All right, Destiny, you go first. How much do you think okay, this house costs? First, I would say my only knowledge of buying a house is on these Sims. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Just guess. What do you think yeah. with all those, those features? Oh, Destiny. <laughs> I think it's going to be around like maybe probably like. Eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. Just, so. Let Auburn go. Let Auburn go. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um. So I'm probably gonna say something around like close to what Destiny said, but I'm gonna go up a little higher just because like okay. it has like a spa and like a dock and stuff like that. I'm thinking more. Mm. Close to a million, I'm going to say 900,000 Okay. Maybe. Okay, so you said it was on like four acres. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> immediately I was thinking $1.5 million. Like $1.5, 1. $1.7 um, In Atlanta with a pool... And you're mm-hmm. close to water. What water? I don't know. <laughs> no. I feel like, like it's country Atlanta, like not downtown, <laughs> like outskirts. Yeah, I was thinking 1.5. We're in a seller's market right now. I don't know. Tell me, tell me, Shanice, tell me. Okay, tell the house is actually worth $7 million, $750,000. Oh, oh, <laughs> so you guys were all wrong. The closest oh though, I guess, was Jessica. <laughs> Dang, y'all. Yes. We don't know shit. We don't know. <laughs> this gotta be. So, yeah. House. 
It, now, uh, and it could, it might not have been a pool dog, so maybe I threw you guys off by that, but I guess I didn't help you any because you still said we're way, way under. Okay. Let me find another one. Let me get the other one up. Dang, they, they really doing that out here? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We come from this. We should have known. <laughs> we not this. We treated it. <laughs> well, while I'm sitting in my uh my dorm, <laughs> well, it's like thirty square feet. <laughs> At least I got a full uh, kitchen. Okay, so the next house I have is a single family home built in 2008. It has um, it is on 2.5 anchor acres of land. Sorry. Okay. So yes, it is a ten. It is a ten bed, nine bedroom, eighteen bath, thirty three square feet house in Atlanta, Georgia. It's off of West Percy Ferry Road. Um, it is a Mediterranean masterpiece in the heartland of Buckhead. This partial estate features coal stone um, stucco details, Moroccan hard floors, Italian tile. Ornate floors and ceilings, nine bedrooms, 12 and a half baths, cigar room, theater room, two gyms, seven kitchens, large cellar, wine cellar, salon, massage room, giant steam room, recording studio, hibachi grill, pizza oven. (laughs) All bedrooms come with an in-suite bath. It has six balconies. It's on for two and a half acres, double-gated entry, and it has a resort-style mosaic. A resort-style mosaic tiled pool with two hot tubs and several fireside sitting areas. Also, the furniture is included. (laughs) That's because they couldn't. Why would you need nine bedrooms and eighteen baths and seven kitchens? Like, what are you cooking that you need seven kitchens? Who's coming over? You know what? I bet you they was prepared for the pandemic, though. (laughs) Where we going? (laughs) Probably. Would not be surprised if they have an underground bunker bunker somewhere too. So, all right, we'll go back the other way. We'll start with Jessica. How much do you think this house has cost? Okay, okay. So you said this is off of Paces Ferry in in Atlanta? Yep. Okay, so uh, on two and a half acres, how many square feet <laughs> you said? Did it say? I don't think it said on here. Okay. Oh, 3,300. 33,000, sorry. <laughs> 33,000. Okay, so I'm going to go with 25 million. 25 million okay auburn <laughs> i feel like definitely i just gonna just try to top that exactly that's why i wanted to go last because i felt like they're like we're gonna go with the adult <laughs> um, all those uh what's it called all those rooms and in suite bathrooms plus like the mm. the tiling and stuff like that I know that's mm-hmm. very expensive. I'm going to 30, yeah. 30 million. <laughs> 30 million? Okay. Destiny? 20 million? Yeah. Okay. So the winner is none of y'all because y'all all busted. The house is worth $10 million, 900000 What? <laughs> yeah. wow. So all that together, we leave it. No, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Our pace is very. 
this is yeah like, on you know West, what it's West Texas Ferry in Atlanta. Mm. Yeah, it's probably it's not on as much land as the other one, but I mean it's still pretty massive though. That's crazy. Yeah, so that, was, going on too. that must be like yeah. the whole thing behind it. Like it's more about how much land you have than uh the actual house itself. Cause probably from watching, especially like, if it's in Atlanta. Like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. From watching like movies and stuff like that, you'll see like They'll have this little itty bitty house, like farms, really. Like they'll have this small house, like four bedrooms, and then all this land for like their farm stuff. But mm-hmm. they make a lot of money because they use all of that land. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but like in Atlanta, though, like there's barely any land. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't understand. Like you said, but they did say Buckhead too. But she said 33,000 square feet, and that was three times the amount of the, the house before. So this yeah. is no small house, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. Other, Still other only two million. Maybe if it was in L.A. or something, it would be closer to what you guys said. But <laughs> oh, Right. Okay. This one's a little bit more reasonably priced. I'll give you guys this hint, okay? So this is a four-bedroom, three-bath. 2,326 square feet house. It's on Johnson Road in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it is a picture perfect. It's picture perfect in Morningside. This lime wash brick bungalow is what to show your buyers when they say, I want charm. With the rare barrel tiled roof, the sweet home offers modern floor plans with pristine hardwoods throughout. Wonderful flow enables access to a well-appointed fireside family room, sunlit den, office, flex space, and dining room. Bedroom on the main, great for an office, perfect for work from home in a full bath. Walk out to a covered deck overlooking a new resurfaced pool, a lounge oasis, motorized gate access leads to a detached two-car garage, Seconds to restaurants, shopping, and more. And where is this at? This Atlanta. is in Atlanta. Yo, I've um, seen this house. It's on 0. 0.3 acres. Mm-hmm. 0.30, yeah. 0. 0.3 acres. <laughs> How many bedrooms? Four bedrooms, Four. three baths. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say like 175,000. 175,000. <laughs> That's what you're going with. No. no, no. <laughs> uh, that was- <laughs> in Atlanta. In Atlanta? I didn't mean to laugh. No. Um, let me try again. Okay. <laughs> try again. I lost my pen, but while you're while you're guessing again, let me find my pen. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that really was my guess. Um like <laughs> 600. Okay, 600. Okay. Auburn? Um, I'm going to go 400,000. 400? Jess? Okay, I've been spending the whole pandemic looking at houses in this area with those exact dimensions. (laughs) But watch me be wrong. I just think (laughs) it's like 550. To about six hundred thousand, so I'll say nah, nah, nah. I, let me say six fifty. Six fifty. Okay. Um, the winner is Jessica, only because she didn't go over. But the price of it is nine hundred thousand forty-five 
$945,000. Yes. I think you need to give so, us more details on these locations. Um, it says it's on 1743 Johnson Road, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm assuming it's Atlanta proper. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad um, Destiny changed her answer. That yes, I'm glad she did too. That's why I said that. I was like, so you think this house is $175,000 in the heart of Atlanta? A four-bedroom house. Interesting. Brand a new build with a pool? Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that this was a new build. Honestly, I, I don't think it's a new build, but like it's been updated, I guess. Because it was built in 1938, actually, so it's not a new build, but it was oh, okay. renovated. Because okay, I was just okay. about uh, the houses in our neighborhood, in uh, mom and dad's neighborhood, like they're like 300 up. I know, I feel like I remember hearing mom and dad talking about how the house is like 300 something. They yeah. I mean, Jessica lives in a townhouse and her townhouse is more expensive than what you said, Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I was I just going to let it ride. I was like, yeah. I, I got the answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next house. Well, this will be our last one, all right? So... Well, actually, we'll do we'll do this one and one more, and then we'll be done. Okay, so we have a five bedroom, six uh, six bath house, forty seven thousand square feet. Um, it is a new build. It is a Muffy Custom Dream Home, Prairie Style Gym, Atlanta Premier Luxury Custom Home. Um. You said 47,000 or 4,700 square feet? 4,700, my bad. Okay. <laughs> um, it is. It has eight-door entries with solid core doors throughout, two-story glass wall, great room, floating staircases, hardwood throughout, control for full smart home system, a game room, fitness mm-hmm. center, Tesla power block options, three full finish levels, Pebble Tech heated salt water pool, custom in home office, his and her master custom closets, oversized super pantry, safe room options, um, high end security, electric gate op- entry option, um, three to four stop elevator. Um, and this is off of Skyland Drive in Atlanta, Georgia. Does it say how many acres? Let's see. It is on 1.28 acres. Mm-hmm. All right. Start with Jess this time. <laughs> okay. Um, you said six bedrooms? Mm-hmm. Um, five bedrooms, six baths. Sorry. Five bedrooms, six baths. Is it like Midtown, Buckhead? I, I need those kind of references. <laughs> Girl, you ask me questions I did not know. Hold on. Let me see if it I shows mean, it on the map. I was looking up East Side houses, and that last house on the East Side is 500000 okay? <laughs> <laughs> but different parts of Atlanta. So, okay, if I were to just take a stab at it, I would probably say, it's, yeah, it's like in Chass State near, it's a little bit past Brookhaven, so it's north, um, okay. so close to Buckhead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's the fact that even though I have a car, I don't know what any of these places is. So, <laughs> I think, 
I'm gonna go with three million. Three million. Okay. Mm, I'm just Robert? taking a stab in the dark at this point. <laughs> I know because some of them they like trick you. Like it seems like you can yeah. figure out the science of it, but then. Um. I don't know. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna just, I don't know. I'm going to go one under just because I'm going to say two. Two maybe. Okay. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I feel like it's like 3.5. So, Jess, you said three. Aubrey said two. And you said 3.5. Um, so, the closest would have been Auburn, It, But she did go over. The house is 1989000 five hundred dollars oh okay okay so it's close to two million dollars yep well done auburn (laughs) okay um we'll do a another reasonable ish house in atlanta (laughs) this one is and it just had a price cut from 20k so take that as you will all right (laughs) okay so it's four bedroom four bath um, three thousand seventy-five square feet. Uh, it is located minutes to Morris Brandon. This is a fabulous, renovated, award-winning home set back on a large private lot with beautiful landscape. The bright and airy main level features a sunroom, spacious secondary bedrooms with recently renovated bathrooms, a stunning kitchen with commercial-grade stove. Show-stopping range hood and stone countertops. The luxurious master on main boosts a truly amazing retractable nano wall. Open to a private outdoor living area with fireplace and clear glass railings, railings overlooking the fenced backyard. Pa- partially, partially finished basement offers room for expansions. Ideal buckhead location. It is off of it's 0.57 acres. How much did you say originally it was? I didn't say how much it originally was. I just said my <laughs> price cut of 20K. <laughs> she was trying to get you. I know she was. <laughs> Aubrey, you go first. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Aubrey, you go first. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um,. Since there was a price cut, I'm gonna just I'm gonna have to say seven hundred thousand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. Um, I feel like Destiny should go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in the middle of what they say. <laughs> Here I am thinking of. Um, I'm gonna go with like five fifty. Five fifty. Okay. So adding the fifty on the. <laughs> I know, like, okay, you say one dollar, Bobby. <laughs> go with the. I'm gonna go with a million. One point. One million. One million. Okay, and the winner is. Destiny, um, only because she was under. The house is actually um, (laughs) Mm $950,000. Oh, okay. 
No, oh wait, no, you're right. Auburn is the closest. I forgot you said 700. Sorry, sorry, Destiny. I, Didn't mean I to take that away from you. Auburn is the wait, a <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait a second, guys. If we're gonna play this game, we're gonna play this. Auburn, didn't you say 700? Yeah. Yeah, she was closest. I, I'm sorry. And what was it? Nine. Yeah. And didn't I say one million? <laughs> oh wait, no. But you went over the Price is yeah. Right rules. You can't. Go over. Oh, is yeah. that what we doing, guys? Yeah, okay. I said that in the beginning. We all got it wrong because we were all over. Yeah, I technically you all got it wrong, but I don't want to close the shows. But that's good to know because I was like, holla, holla, holla. <laughs> so I think the winner is Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> you got one, Jess. Destiny got zero, and then Auburn got two. <laughs> You know what? Destiny gave it the good college try. She okay. did. <laughs> she did. It was so precious. We need to I give Destiny some to go bills. looking at houses now. <laughs> yeah. Now, exactly. Now she got some homework to do. Um, <laughs> okay, Destiny, it's your favorite time of the day. Let's get into hot topics. Destiny, I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. No, I I love pop culture. I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. I love pop culture. Okay, let's just do hot topics. Okay, so we're back. We still have Jessica and Arbin with us. They are going to do hot topics with us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, the first story, we have to talk about it. It's everywhere on Facebook. It's just, we have to. Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, God. <sighs> she okay. finally got the stuff out of her hair thanks to Dr. Michael Obing. I probably pronounced his name wrong. Um, so if you don't know, um, this lady named Tessica Brown, uh, she ran out of her usual hair spray that holds her hair down. I think it was got to be glue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And thought that she can substitute it with the Gorilla Glue adhesive spray. And and so, therefore, she has made a mistake because her hair has been stuck glued to her hair for the last six weeks. She went on TikTok talking about it. It went viral. People tried to give her all kind of advice on what to do. None of it was working. And finally, a, a, a plastic surgeon doctor out in LA offered to help her for free. And she is finally no longer suffering. They got it out. Um, I believe what he used to get it out, um, he thought originally thought it was going to take two to three days, but... He got it out in just a couple hours. Um, he used a concoction of metal gra- medical grade adhesive remover, aloe vera, olive oil, and a dash of acetone to get the glue out of her hair. Um, the mixture was able to break down the poly- polyurethane, <laughs> which can't say that word, which is the main ingredient in Gorilla Glue. So me and Desi were talking about this, and Desi did make a good point. But originally, I was thinking that she went out and bought this, and I was like, "Did you skip the hair, the hair aisle, and go straight to Home Improvement? I don't understand how this mm-hmm. happened." Yeah, yeah. I think she had it in her house, and I think she 
I don't know if she realized that it was the uh, adhesive stuff or she genuinely thought it was like that uh, Gorilla Glue um, hair gel that they have. Yes. Which I don't know what she thought she was doing, but I'm pretty sure she already had it in her house. That was my thought process, too. I was like, okay, she was trying to find something quick and. Black women have a like we have a lot of products with the word glue in it, and I feel like she just picked it up. And I use Gorilla Goo or no, 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 Gorilla Snot. I use Gorilla Snot, and I was like, mm, maybe, maybe that's what happened, and it just went wrong. Now I'm very familiar with the Gorilla that's on Gorilla Glue. The Gorilla that's on Gorilla Snot looks pleasant, you know, like inviting yeah. you to put it in your hair. <laughs> Yeah, but my thing is, like, for her, I just feel like to have that much glue in her head and for it to be on that long, I feel like she was continuously spraying it, right? Like, if she felt like she needed, a, like, a touch-up, like, I feel like she was continuously yeah, cause spraying. It, and I'm like, how many times can you make the same mistake over and over again? Yeah, because it was, like, plastered to her head. Like, right. she looked like she was wearing a helmet. <laughs> so, I was like, how much glue did, glue you, did you use? That's true. That's true because even if you just use Gorilla Glue, immediately it gets tacky. So, like, how did she spray it and then touch her head to lay it and not realize, ooh, this shit is, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Right, because I remember one time I Gorilla Glued my fingers together, and they were stuck for a mighty long time. So, I just know. Her hands had to be like this, yeah. like stuck together. Yeah, I have a bottle of Gorilla Glue that I used to um, glue uh, thresholds to the ground, and it, you know, yeah, a little bit got on your finger, and my fingers didn't get stuck together, but like you could feel that like mm-hmm. residue of the glue on your fingers for like days until it finally mm-hmm. comes off. Like you know, so I'm just like, how? Like I want to, yeah, her hands. What did they feel like? Like something is crazy. That's with that. what somebody brought up on. Um, tiktok because that's where i saw the video because she made a video like asking for help like she was like going insane like she um was talking they were talking about how like so like did you not did your brush hairs not stick together or did your hands not feel like anything and what he had gathered from everything he was like so i feel like he said i feel like you just laid and flayed your hair and then did a quick spray over it and you went out you know, because yeah. usually that's, that's what you do with a got to be spray. Like that's your finishing yeah. touch with everything after you finish it, keep everything in place. Uh, yeah. 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 I guess like if you were using as like a regular hairspray, yeah, you usually just like. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like. <laughs> I just really feel like that was just really dumb. Like, yeah. yeah. Because I feel like those bottles, like, I know it's all called Gorilla, whatever, but. I feel like they're very distinguishedly like different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I mean it says on there that it's used to like glue together fabrics. Uh, yeah. With like all these different materials right. that's not skin or hair. So mm-hmm. like how was she how at her own house, you know? Like maybe she was in the bathroom and she was like, Hey, I ran out of my got to be glue girl, what you got? And somebody just threw something at her. And <laughs> just- they did she needs to never talk to them again. I just, <laughs> I and apparently, like, so she didn't even read it. She yeah, just she it just picked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Reading is definitely, but like that's weird to me. Like, cause I read any hair product that I buy to see if maybe. it's something that like is gonna work with my hair before I use maybe it. Or like she doesn't care. Like maybe. No. 
that's true. Like, if you don't have hair that is that you would believe is like good texture hair, you'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, you put whatever in it because you're just trying to get it to behave. A part of me wants to know how many people live in her town if they all like have the same IQ because <laughs> somebody had to, you know, somebody had to. I don't know, I, but you know you're gonna I mean? be real upset when I tell you this. I read that she's a teacher, so she's out <gasps> here teaching somebody's kids. <laughs> no, we made the oh. <laughs> Oh my god! I think she lives she in Louisiana, and no offense to people who live in Louisiana, but y'all's education oh. system don't sound very she reliable. Has a bad representation. Oh, her students yeah. are going to be talking about her. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go back to school. I would be like a social media personality for the rest of my life. I- yeah, she's never. I feel like she's never going to live that down. But you know what? Since she's come out with that, other people have been doing some crazy shit with Gorilla Glue. Have you seen that? It's wild. It's like now it's like for fame. Nah. Every time I open up my Instagram, somebody doing some wild shit like trying to wax with fucking Gorilla Glue. Excuse my language. Let me let me die. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's getting it's getting crazy. And so now it's like that kind of culture. Because mm-hmm. when I first saw it, I was like, oh, she needs help. Somebody help her. First mm-hmm. thing I thought about was acetone. Because it, right. it, Gorilla Glue feels like nail glue mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And yeah. so. All you do is soak your fingers in there when you, with the nail glue. and then you, Or even yeah. like um, regular super glue. I'll just put my fingers in, uh, what's it called? Acetone for a couple seconds and run it under hot water. And just rub my fingers together until it comes off. Mm. She said she tried every suggestion someone gave her, and acetone was one. Cause yeah, you would think probably the first thing you think is like glue when you want to unstick something. Acetone is usually like go to product mm-hmm. or whatever. So, but they had to use anyways. She's she better now. Thank God she didn't like lose her scalp or something. Bald. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she had yeah. um her hair is definitely like pixie cut short. We don't know how long her hair was before, but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like. Like it doesn't look like she lose, lost a lot a good uh, a lot of hair. Like she could do some nice finger waves and go about her day. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I'd cry. Okay, so I'm gonna move on to Nick's story. Um, we have Danny Lay responds to Yellowbone jokes after announcing breakup with the baby. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm saying her. I looked up how to say her name before, and then now I'm because we've been talking for a while. I've completely is it right, D- Danny Lay? Yeah. Uh, Danny Lay. Anyway. Okay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so her and the baby were together and it was like a on and off. I don't know. It was a weird relationship because he mm-hmm. was still seeing his baby mother too at the same time. Well, anyways, she put out a song called Yellow Bone. It was basically talking about how he wants a yellow bone, kind of like fetishizing light-skinned women and kind of putting down dark-skinned women. And, you know, people had problems with it. Like, you know, especially because she's she didn't consider herself as black. She's she's Dominican, um, but she is oh. darker turn, tone. So she probably she's mm-hmm. Afro Latina for I guess Are you black? those purposes. Yeah. But she doesn't she's she doesn't claim herself as being black, and she uses the N word and all this other stuff. So people oh. you know were upset about it, mm-hmm. and um. And so her and the baby broke up. And so, of course, now people are coming back at her, you know, making fun of her about the breakup. They're like saying, you know, oh, I thought he won the yellow bone. What happened? Mm-hmm. And his so baby she mama on Twitter is was like, skin. yeah, she is. 
Um, so she got on Twitter and was like, y'all, y'all need to find better jokes, like, you know, all this other stuff. And it's just like, I was like, girl, you set yourself up. Why? <laughs> she mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, one tweet said she's, um, that it says still dying on how Daniel A brought the baby two cars for his birthday and he got a Walmart cake for hers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then someone else said Danny Lay just lost the blackest thing about her it says Danny Lee crashed out a lam- cashed out a Lambo for the baby's birthday just for them to break up during Black History Month damn yellow cartilage yellow cartilage <laughs> <laughs> yellow cartilage <laughs> yes so and to make things worse i guess the baby reposted this girl uh india love india love doing the uh, masterpiece challenge and uh so it sounds like he's trying to shoot his shot right after him and homegirl broke up so they yeah. always break up and get back together i don't and i just feel like the baby's not worth it he's not. i think the baby is cute he, but he does seem like he does not treat his women very yeah. well. So. I feel he like just keeps going back and forth between his baby mama and her. Yeah. It's the only one that he gonna be loyal to is his daughter. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's always on his Instagram, and she's mm. adorable. Yeah, his baby mom also posted something because people were coming her comments about them breaking up, and he's like, and she's like, he still loves. That's because he still loves me. So she's oh convinced God, that the reason why he can't. <laughs> That's lock amazing. things down because he's still in love with his baby mama so <laughs> this is amazing that people like in like this is a thing because like mm-hmm. growing up until like we turned 20 or 23 or so didn't mm-hmm. nobody know nothing about people's like lives in the depth that we know what happened with this <laughs> and, don't nobody care I don't care but you <laughs> care it's just like it's a part of like the like first of all walmart cake people are so invested in people's lives like people knowing when someone unfollows somebody like how do you know that no, like that you're... the shade room is crazy like they find everything it's so crazy man yeah oh and just going to people's celebrities oh. to see if they're following people that's crazy mm-hmm. i don't have time i'm trying to make money boo okay <laughs> like, i hear you i call it quarantine culture okay yeah. nowadays it's like even though people were invested into people's lives like as like i don't know in recent years, it just seemed like now that everybody's just at home on their phones, always like looking on social media and stuff, everybody's really invested. And uh, I know cancel culture has become a big thing. Like I know people mm-hmm. were trying to cancel the baby for being a uh, colorist. People were trying to cancel yeah. Pop Smoke for being colorist. Yeah, but what about the man you dated right now? He's colorist too. Like, I'm just saying, like, I know there's no one, like, exists in existence right now. But I'm saying, like, as soon as we start dating men, it's apparent that they will prefer one over the other. It always mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Even, 
know, they say mm-hmm. it's not like it's just these are things that are going on and i i just yeah girl. yeah we talked about that on a, another episode before and it's just like it's because it, i mean it's all roots back to you know slavery yeah like (laughs) and how white is the norm like you know everything is supposed to be based around whatever white is and if you're the closest Mm -hmm. thing to that even now in 2020 yeah yeah you got the uh, 2021 now it is getting better you got the black girl magic and you know people are celebrating black women more but Mm -hmm. we still got a long way to go because you still have these families on tv shows that are racially ambiguous but they want to mm-hmm. you know call themselves black families on tv and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's just no yeah. men out here buying walmart cakes like we still got men out here buying walmart cakes. <laughs> like, we have millions of dollars in your pocket and you find me you couldn't even like the public that's actually pissing me off <laughs> maybe it wasn't actually from walmart it just looked really cheap and they thought it was you know what? Okay. Either way, if you're buying a cheap cake and you got that much money, like you could afford to have somebody do a. You could have did a, a special custom yeah, cake. Yeah, a custom cake, mm-hmm. you know. Put her face on it. Well, that's what she get from this. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Yeah. It is making celebrities very much real. Like the fact that mm-hmm. not. I'm 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 a woman that'll settle for like bullshit. Like I used to be at least. <laughs> and it's, it shows that. That celebrities are still women that are settling for bull. You know? Yeah, for sure. Especially those women. I mean, and maybe it's because of the money they're they're willing to settle it, set settle for certain like actions because they think that you know they're gonna get some kind of payday. Maybe one day yeah. they get knocked up, they get that child support. I don't know, but yeah, they some of these girls, some of these celebrity rapper girlfriends that are like just like Instagram models or whatever. They boy. <laughs> they, they I wonder if we sound like old ladies, Shanice, Destiny, and Auburn. <laughs> we sound like old ladies talking about this. No, because I mean, I agree with um, everything that y'all are saying. Yeah, I do. Because it's kind of, I don't know, it's like, it's kind of sad in a way. But it's like, sometimes it's like, for some people, you don't really need, you know, expensive things. Because, like, honestly, like, she actually did seem like she really liked him. So, like, maybe it was, like, not about, like, the kind of cake it was. And I feel like that's what social media does to people. It, like, uh, you see all this, like, if you have a lot of money, you need to spend it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, why? I make the money because I'm doing something that I like to do. Like, he makes the money because mm-hmm. he's making music. But that doesn't mean he needs to spend it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, if the, the cake could have looked nicer, you know? Yeah, but at the same time... I'm gonna need you to make it rain on me. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, it's like you know, I prefer like well, at least me, I prefer company. You know, Um, quality over quantity. What? That's like uh, (laughs) a I don't know. (laughs) Um, I I think also, I mean, that's a good point to make. But I think because he is a rapper, and like I think when it comes to like. Um, musicians and like ball players and stuff like that because they they front that like flexing lifestyle like you expect them to since be spending a lot of money on their women and clothes and all that stuff so especially when she bought him two cars yeah especially when she did buy him two cars i mean you you hope that she would at least give me a custom cake 
Give me a house or something. That's balance. Mm. <laughs> give me you said give me a house? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Amount of a house. Like you it don't have to be extravagant. <laughs> just give me a just pop me a a, a guest suite in the back of your house. <laughs> Maybe a Give me a mother in law suite. Something I don't know, you know. Anyways, okay, next story we got um Nick Cannon and Viacom CBS have reunited to bring back Wallin' Out. Um over the summer, Nick was fired for controversial statements he made about the Jewish community community. Um, but after spending some time with some rabbis and uh learning about the Jewish community and apologizing, what? I guess he's done enough to get back in CBS uh, Viacom's good graces and so they're bringing back Wallin' Out, you know. So what channel did that come on? MTV. Oh yeah, I saw a meme. It was like um, MTV realized the only thing they had left was ridiculousness. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Because I was thinking about that. Like, yeah, Wild and Out was like one of their big shows. So. And I thought Nothing. that was Nick's show. So, like, how did he get fired from his own situation? I thought Whoa. it'd be long. I thought it was DC Young. I thought it was him and DC Young Fly. No. What? No. DC Young Fly is like one of the newer, like he's only been on the show for recently, but Nick Cannon's had that show for over 10 years. Um, I think Nick is the producer, but like, I think MTV owns the actual rights to the show or something. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So when do they say it's going to start back? uh, It says that production is expected to start at some point in the future, but um. Nick Cannon, who has lupus, just tested positive for COVID-19 and is currently in quarantine, which means that he can't host the mass Singer right now. And Nisi Nash is going to be taking his place. But um, not only is this his second chance at getting his show back, but he's also getting the talk show that he was supposed to have on Fox as well. So I guess, like mm-hmm. I said, he's done enough, I guess, apologizing and showing that he's changed that they were like, OK, we'll let you back on TV. Um <laughs> really what did he say that was so bad see that i don't know i um from what it, i'm reading it said because i was trying i remember because i don't want to listen to the whole podcast because nick cannon can be a little bit too woke for me and i just don't need that sometimes you know so i tried <laughs> i remember trying to read about it but even then i wasn't totally sure what he said but apparently he was discussing like conspiracy theories about jewish people um that were anti-semitic so uh, yeah, so it just he got with like some other Jewish leaders and they schooled him on the why his comics were pro- problematic. And so, yeah, you know, it's amazing that they can just do that to us, though. Like, mm-hmm. it took us so long to get people canceled in, in like the public sphere. And because like white people own the public sphere, just like mm-hmm. that. Nick Cannon out of all people you know how much Nick Cannon is worth I don't but I know it's a lot <laughs> it's a and lot for him to be able to get canceled like that is wild to me like he has so much clout and money but if we were to do something and like it's just so backwards this world come on mm-hmm. now I don't even know what he said but it's just wild to me he's worth 30 million yeah I mean one thing about it is like Nick no Cannon has, like, that is gotta be wrong that's his net yeah. worth net worth I mean uh, yeah, because one thing about like he was really in it with CBS and Viacom, like he was still mm-hmm. doing stuff with Nickelodeon. He had like mm-hmm. a bunch of different spinoffs. Like his talent from his show went off and like 
did other stuff for MTV. So like he, he, I mean, like I said, I don't think he was hurting, but at the same time, like what else is Nick Cannon going to do? Because he doesn't make good music. So like, but he is a good host, you know, he's a good host. I'm not going to lie. He's very charismatic. Um, But they said that Nick Cannon's net worth is $30 million. That's, Oh, Lord. which is I for some reason thought would be more because he has his mm-hmm. what, his production company is called Incredible or something like that. And maybe it lost his maybe it lost traction when this all went down because you know the Jewish mm-hmm. community owns everything, and if they yeah, took they it do. from him, mm-hmm. like if they took anything from him, it was probably a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because even with corn, I mean, with everything going on with um, COVID and stuff, I mean, Nick Cannon hasn't really done anything outside of his podcast that he probably has and his little beef that reunited with Eminem. Was that this year or last year? I don't know. What? But... <laughs> what? They reaching. Yeah. He reaching now. I didn't know. You don't know Nick Cannon. Yeah, they, this beef is so old. This beef goes Between back from Mariah? when he was still married to Mary Ki- Mariah yeah. Carey. Yeah. And because Eminem. Eminem no. used to say that he smashed Mariah, and Mariah was like, "I don't know who you are." And that's why she Yo, said that song. Why, um, you why you're so obsessed with me? It's about Eminem. It's about Eminem. Oh, okay. Wow! Oh, my goodness! Because like, watching the music video, <laughs> I would always be like, "Why is he? Why is it a little white, scrawny looking man?" <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh my god, Jessica! I like, never got that. that. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Oh my god, this is making. I'm like, why is this she making this song over this little white boy? I yes. it. <laughs> it's about Eminem. So she dressed up like him in the music video. And That's everything. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Eminem has diss tracks okay. about her too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Not Eminem making <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then like was it, it That's was like, such like, random beef to me. Like that's so random. Yeah, and it like reunited because I think I don't remember who said it first. I think Eminem, because he had an album come out. And he said something else about Mariah, either Mariah Carey or Nick Cannon, something like that. And then, of course, Nick, thinking he's a rapper still, <laughs> put out a diss I'm track. I'm trying to figure out, was Nick Cannon ever famous for his music? Like, was yeah, that Gigolo. Gigolo was, um, a, was a, I think, a hit. I'm a gigolo with lots of hoes. No. Yeah, right? Y'all remember that song? Oh. No. I liked I that really song. I feel like... <laughs> No. I don't know. Nick Cannon to me peaked at Drumline. When he <laughs> Drumline, I feel like. So in their defense, I don't think he ever peaked in the music industry. I think that was no. something that just kind of happened. But as far as his like, is his career in 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 in, in movies and stuff. He he had a presence, but y'all y'all shouldn't be faulted for not knowing this man's music. To be yeah, honest. it's probably <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, his his movies have all been. You know, fun movies. They were never like Oscar winning or gonna ever win an Oscar, but they were just like teen, yeah. teen comedies. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Love Don't Cost a Thing. Yes. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Drumline. Um, he was in another movie where he was like a detective, but he looked young. So he like went back to college or high school or something like that as like kind of like a um, 21 Jump Shoot. 21 Jump Shoot type thing or whatever. Oh, so you gonna I just crazy. remember him from Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. And the slime. Yeah. 
Yeah, he hosts like a lot of stuff. Like he does. He was he was hosting out there. I mean, he had America's Got Talent for a while until he said they were racist, and so he stopped working with them. <laughs> oh, he did, man. Nick out here wilding. He messing up his money. <laughs> I don't hey, even he's know. He's a man of his uh, principles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that wraps up hot topics for for today, guys. Thank you again for doing this. I know we had a little bit of some tech difficulties, but we worked it out and it looked it's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. It was fun. No problem. I kind of got scared because it was like I had just finished writing the paper and it was six twenty, and I was like, Jessica, are we still doing that? <laughs> 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 oh I know. I started setting up. <laughs> I started setting up and it was like, oh, I think I told them 6.30. And like, I was setting up at like 5.50, like trying to hurry. I'm like, oh my God, I need to send them <laughs> stuff. And then I realized that I told y'all 6.30. So my bad. But yes. Yeah, um, I've been driving all day. Yeah, Destiny came home today. So we actually are doing, me and Destiny are doing this in the same room. But Robert and Jessica are at home. So we appreciate you guys, you know, taking your time and talking with us. We hope you had fun. Hopefully we'll yeah, maybe do another episode. We'll come up with some other topics that we could talk about in the future sometime. But if you yes. guys want, um, yeah, I would yeah. be down. Cool. Well, thanks for having All us. Right, well, yeah, thank, yeah you. thank you guys again. So for everybody out there, um, don't forget to give us five stars on Apple um, Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your family. We're on all your streaming of, um, devices. So if they ask, they know we're there. Mm-hmm. And make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at two gens and oh no, it's just two gens one pod. <laughs> <laughs> she does this every episode. This is her line every episode and every episode. <laughs> She's like, wait, what's our handle? <laughs> Anyways, thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.